This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home, and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy it's time to rethink recycling with renew particular valued resources may vary by geography more info available at heftyrenew.com Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Mila Allen, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. You're listening to That Story Show. This episode has been through Justice's dog rectum, and so it's better than ever. (laughs) Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into sleep. I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people. This is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 370 brought to the week of February 11th, 2021. I'm your host. My name is James, and my good friend is here. I am John, and cats are dumb. Hey, I can get behind that. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm great. What, Just, are, what have cats done to you recently? I, I guess I can't generalize. It's not all cats, oh. although they could be clumped together. But my cat is dumb. Yeah? Yeah. She threw up on me the other day. Ah! I mean, I don't know why. She was on the floor. She could have done it there, even though I probably would have been just as upset about it. But she jumped on my lap and just hurled. Ah. And then she's like always trying to get out of the house. And I'm like, there's coyotes out there, you idiot cat. Probably not nice to call my cat an idiot, but. It's all right, man. Don't feel bad uh, about everything you say. I'm yeah, sorry. You know, because we don't want to offend people with cats and that love no, that's cats. I said. My cat, my right. cat is. And it's then dumb. we don't want to offend your cat in case she listens to the show. <laughs> but she's a sweet little kitty, and I love her, so she's my dumb little kitty. So, 
So, uh, kitty, it. I like that. Kitty, it. Yeah, that's what I call her. That's one of her many names. <laughs> <laughs> Little kitty, it. <laughs> oh my goodness! How old is she? I don't know because we we rescued her. Oh, oh, and uh, she's a small. She's small for her age i think because mm-hmm. she's always looked like just a little bit bigger than a kitten oh i don't i don't know we've had her for uh, i guess five years maybe yeah you know some pets years. live a long time like, yeah like turtles yeah yeah exactly Parrots. that's the one i was thinking of because uh, somebody was talking my wife about her boss and uh her boss's kid found a turtle on a walk and the, <laughs> and the turtle lasted a couple of days and then it died. And so the parents had to quote unquote, take it to the vet. <laughs> and so they took it to the vet and came home and the turtle had been upgraded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to a, tur- a new shell. T- yeah. I got a new shell and everything and uh, was alive. And this turtle is still alive. Yeah. And, um, the funny part is the, to- the turtle now is is been a few years older now, and it has this amazing, uh, not planetarium, what do you call it, habitat, you know, that it lives yeah. in, because somebody ran into the to the house with a car, and and, and part of the damage that the car did to the boss's house is it it crushed the the cheap plastic case that this turtle was in. Huh. And they got replacement value for for the damage that was done. And so this turtle is living in turtle royalty now in, in paradise. And wow. Just out of curiosity, turtle. I looked up how long do pet turtles live? And they live anywhere from 10 to 80 years. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get a turtle late in your life because it'll outlive you. You will end up. And somebody will end up inheriting your turtle. Right. You will pass yeah. it down to your grandchildren. And that is ridiculous. I guess if you, you know, never want to have to experience the death of a pet with your children, yeah. get a turtle it's or a parrot. A because parrot. The parrot's, the, parrot's the other one. I remember talking about my neighbor's parrot on this show. And when I lived in <laughs> Florida and I'd be recording, trying to record a show and the parrot would be out there screaming and, and <laughs> making noise. And I'm like, yeah, but eventually it's going to die. And I looked up to see how long they lived. And when it said 50 <laughs> years, I was like, no, <laughs> but eventually yeah. the, the couple that lived next door got a divorce. And oh. I'm usually not happy about such things. You know, oh, no. <laughs> divorce is a horrible thing, you know, but man, was I thrilled that when she left, that parrot was her side of the bargain, you know, uh, she took it with her because uh, <laughs> that that parrot, I wanted to take a pellet gun to its eye. <laughs> Gee, is the eye? That's pretty specific. It's a soft spot on the head. I, oh, it looks like a good spot to aim. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, Sorry, it like... took a dark turn, but that's how bad the parrot was. <laughs> pair was evil okay <laughs> well it would make noise it was we, we lived near a a, a a park and so it made noise like children playing all the time uh. and screaming 
like kids would scream and so it would scream back you know yeah and and so you'd kind of always be paranoid that some child was dying near you you know and and, yeah and i swear it mimicked my kids and uh (laughs) daddy daddy just that jenna jenna you know just stuff like that was weird it was it would just yeah anyway Weird to look at a bird and it make like human sounding voices. Yeah. That's weird to me. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. So, so dogs, they live about the right amount of time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we pick our pets by their longevity. <laughs> yeah. Cause we've, we've decided that, that our dogs will, will be dead about the time our kids get out of college. Oh. And, uh, that'll be a good time. I mean, we'll have full empty nest going on. The dogs will die and we'll be free. <laughs> and you can turn them into jerky and feed them to your kids. <laughs> uh, sorry. We can. We can feed them, feed them to grandma as a, as a oh. retribution if she's still alive. So, Well, Leia died. <laughs> so, yeah, I was talking about the... The hideousness of of naming a dog a, a dumb dog a great name ah, because Leia yeah. is a great name for for an mm-hmm. animal because it's a great character, but the dog mm-hmm. is stupid, and I feel it's like so I've huge, done yeah. a disrespect to the fandom of Star Wars for, for <laughs> putting that name on my dog. So I think I should just change it to Leah or or Leah. Lua or anything other than Leia. Layla. How about Layla? Layla sounds like it. Her name was Layla. Yeah, she was a dog. Or just start calling her Princess or something. But see, that's royalty, and I don't want to do that yeah. because the dog is stupid. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. How did we get off on a thing like this? Welcome to it's my fault the show everybody and uh i hope your animals live a long and happy life yes and that you're happy with the amount of time that they spend with you yes and i hope you love them more than i love mine so let's rewind the week all right somebody emailed me today and uh oh yeah yeah and they said That's i odd. i rewound the weekly rewind theme song oh and he said i figured out what it says backwards what's it say backwards he says it says something like if you rewind this when you rewind this you'll find out what it's or if you're smart enough to rewind this when you rewind this it'll it'll tell you what it says (laughs) sounds like something we should do on tiktok yeah (laughs) so and I was like, and you're the first person to write in and, and that's actually reversed it. So congratulations. Yeah. So anyway, wow. um, my weekly update is something, you know, that's happened to me in the last seven days or so. And it, this happened to happen last Sunday. And uh, I was at my little church group and I punched a kid in the face. Oh, I didn't mean okay. to. It did oh, not. I okay. didn't mean to, but boy, I I hauled off and smacked him in the face really good. Whoa. You didn't mean to do that? I didn't mean to. I mean, because when you say you hauled off, that usually I know implies that, that, that the it sounds that like you it. backed up and <laughs> reared your hand back. <laughs> I hauled off. 
and smack All right, him into so space. me and this kid, um, we we have these fun things we do where we we try to act stronger than each other. You know, <laughs> oh, no. he, he likes to be strong, and so I this particular time the way that was playing out is I had my my arm out straight. I felt like Iron Man, so I had a fist at the end of my arm. And I was holding it still, and he was trying to move it around. He was trying to push it back toward my body, and I would just push it out stronger, you know. And uh, and and he was pushing from this direction and that direction, trying to move it. And I'm like, oh, strong, I'm too strong for you. And and he then he let go, and he kind of reared back, and he ran forward with his hands in front of him, and his hands slipped off my fist <laughs> and his face traveled right into my fist <laughs> now Smack. i i think the momentum was actually in his favor so more sounds like he hit you with his face he hit your fist with his face yeah but if you had taken a picture at that exact moment what would you have seen you would have seen a grown man's fist smacking deeply into the soft face and skin and fresh <laughs> Fresh poor exterior of a, of a poor, uh, you know, six-year-old child. So, um, mm. I immediately he immediately starts crying and running towards his mom. I took a shortcut and got to her first. Ah, <laughs> he he tripped ran, him. He, <laughs> no, he ran around the long way, and I I got to her, but she didn't notice me. I was like, "There's been an accident. There's been an accident. Hello, hello. There's been an accident. I just want to let you get <laughs> that word accident in your head before you see what's coming." around the corner the long way <laughs> it's oh, been an accident an accident it's an accident it wasn't on purpose i don't go around destroying children on purpose i promise and she took it very well i don't know that i would have if i had been her i would have been like ready to fight but she was uh she was cool about it but um mm. and and the kid you know sometimes the kids get mad at you you know yeah and he he was like that just a tiny bit but then he, I could tell he forgave me because he came up and punched me in the stomach. So, oh, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So we were right. back at it again. You know, we could yeah. fight again. So <laughs> he opened the door. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for punching me in the face, Mister James. But I hate that. I hate accidentally hurting someone. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Gave my my feelings I, or the emotions or whatever it's always the worst yeah i mean like i i gave my wife a black eye one time what yeah i've, I've talked about it on the show but she was chasing me ah she was trying to take my towel off oh this was before children when you could just run around ah. the house however you wanted sure yeah and i re <laughs> i reached back to hold the towel in place and i elbowed her right in the eyeball ah hmm and uh and yeah. you didn't go out for two weeks because i told her i said just tell people you ran into the doorknob <laughs> because that's going to be more believable and and it's a better story frankly than yeah. than i was chasing my husband and in, in uh in a towel and he make sure that they understand that he was the one in the towel yeah yeah <laughs> so oh i felt terrible though you just oh you yeah just, you, just you do melt. And that's the way I was with this kid is, is, uh, he smacked into my fist and I was like, oh crap, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, this is terrible. It's the worst. He's never going to forgive me. He's going to, 
it's going to believe he's going to believe that I hurt him on purpose forever. And, and then he punched me. And so everything was fine. So, and that was the apology or the apology accepted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even though I, I secretly didn't have anything to apologize for. I mean, I still, wow. still, still an accident, you know, but yeah, like you said, the momentum was on his side. It wasn't, yeah. on, it wasn't on my side, but I still had a fist, an iron fist, you know, out there just poof for him to bump into. So, yeah, well, I would, I think if you would have taken a picture, he would have been leaning towards your fist instead of away from it. And so there would have been your proof. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I, I I don't get into fights for that very reason because I'm afraid that if I actually inflicted pain on somebody, no matter how much, how mad I got from them, I would feel bad. And then I'd have to apologize for punching them. <laughs> We've so, got a story later about apologizing. Yes. Fun. I've got a story for right now about my weekly update. Oh, good. Mind. Good. I've had quite a week and there's, I've been dealing with some LBBs and Ooh. some COVID situations and I just, you know, I don't know. But this this one, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into the other stories, but this one I will get into. It is very fresh and uh it's kind of creepy. Okay. So I um I was walking into my building just today and it's been raining outside, and so you know, you know how rain runs down dry surfaces and will kind of leave marks of the wetness, right? Yeah. Like it that's what it does. Well, I as I was walking into the to the building today, I noticed the door, um, which was mostly dry, but it had these two small wet handprints Ooh. on the door. I thought, oh, some little kid came in, you know, while I was out of the office. And um, and I walk around and I don't hear any kids and I, I think I, I, I actually wind up forgetting about it because, you know, I got things to do. Um, and then uh, a couple hours later, I went back outside and, and I came back and the door's completely dry except huh? for those two wet handprints <laughs> on the door. And they're really kind of low on the door and they look like some little kid just ran up to the door and was trying to push it open. Right, right. But, you know, and it's a metal door, so, you know, the, you know the, it kind of holds that water stain look for a little bit. And I, I don't know. So, uh, logically, this is probably what happened. Uh, and this, this probably grosses me out more than the supernatural possibility of it. <laughs> but um, whatever was on that kid's hands <laughs> when they did that... <laughs> It's still on that door. It's pure COVID. <laughs> and I have no idea what kind of nastiness <laughs> that little child was messing with to to leave stain marks on the door. It's, it's either a ghost or or it's pure thick COVID. It's it's, pure, it's oh. like they scooped it out of a peanut butter jar full of COVID and yeah, and it's clear and and wet and and <laughs> sticky. Oh, I'm, Glad I had my mask on when I came into oh, the building. Man. Ghostly little kid handprints. So somewhere around this campus, there's little sticky, nasty kid handprints <laughs> showing up on the walls and stuff. It's just COVID. That's it. Oh, it's ghosts. It's a ghost with COVID. It's a COVID ghost. Mm, yikes, actually. It's what we say every time somebody sneezes or coughs around here. It's like, oh, COVID. You got COVID. Sorry. You got the Rona. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I work very closely with a couple people that tested positive. Oh. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. But so far, I'm feeling okay. So Both, hey. both my kids had it, and and uh, my wife and I are still no un, unfazed, untouched. So crazy. Yeah. I, I, I feel pretty sure that I had it, too, but my tests came back negative, so. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Weird COVID stuff. I want to thank um, Flash Jervis real quick. Uh, yeah, he, Flash. He, Flash, good old Flash, edited his pledge from six fifty to ten dollars a month on Patreon. No so, Flash, thank you. Yes, thank you. What a what a friend. What a flashy guy. Flashy guy. Yeah, that uh, just came to me. It's the kind of humor i have is is it right, just comes to me and and i i say it and it just it just hits hits hard um we got some itunes reviews that i'd like to review brought to you by my podcast reviews.com um just just a little just to clear up a tiny bit of confusion i know i say brought to you by my podcast reviews.com that doesn't mean that you go to my podcast reviews.com to leave a review that somebody uh-huh. emailed me this week and they're like i don't know how to use my podcastreviews.com well my podcastreviews.com <laughs> is our sponsor and they send me a list of all of the reviews that come in from all the various places where you leave reviews and one of the most common places is itunes is you mm-hmm. leave a review in itunes um so you don't go to my podcastreviews.com to leave reviews you go there if you're a podcaster and you want your reviews from all over the world sent to your inbox. So um, anyway, that just wanted to clear that up for you, that my podcast reviews is a great service that you can use to get, you know, um, reviews sent to your inbox. And uh, three of those today were, one of them says, uh, LOL, best podcast ever. And his <laughs> username is LOL Fortnite. So he likes LOL. Oh. LOL. I wonder if that's his initials. Maybe it's Leland Overby. Lackluster. Lackluster. Langerford. Langerford. Yeah, that's 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 even better. Uh hi, I love you and you help me get through the day. E M A N. Aw. What do you think that stands for? Love you too, E M A N. Every man and nice girl. I don't know. Anyway, uh <laughs> good show, <laughs> says Rokon seventy nine. It's nice to hear a show with no cursing in it. Well, bleepity bleepity bleepity. <laughs> <laughs> it sure bleeping is uh i uh, <laughs> i started listening to this show in the springtime of 2020 and i'm a truck driver and it took me until november 2020 to listen to all the shows well, wow that was actually pretty quick Whoa. yeah this show is so funny and good and that i am going to start from episode one again and then he begins to break Man. it down glory to jesus for blessing us all with that story show. Wow. I don't know that I would blame that, Jesus for it, but <laughs> I'm going to take that as a great compliment. I am too, but yeah. I also don't know that <laughs> Jesus would approve. Like I had nothing to do with that. I just want to let yeah, you know. What if Jesus wrote into that story show telling <laughs> a story about his disciples? It, it's great that you guys don't swear and stuff, but uh, that doesn't necessarily make you uh, a religious podcast. I just want you to know. Right. Huh? Yeah, Jesus wrote in about his disciples. It would be pretty good, too. <laughs> One time I was out in this boat with a few of my disciples. It probably wouldn't make, sleep, right? Probably wouldn't make it on the show. It just wouldn't be 
funny enough. (laughs) I bet you there's some good stuff. I bet you they had, I mean, Jesus hung out with fishermen. You know that they, you know. So I was sleeping on the boat, right? And there was a storm and they couldn't wake me up. And so they poured water on me and I thought I peed myself. (laughs) (laughs) They said, don't you care that we're going to die in the storm? And I'm like, lols. (laughs) My dad (laughs) controls all this, y'all. And maybe so. Maybe something like that happened. But uh, (laughs) I would no more imagine him giving us a review. And uh, (laughs) it would be a mixed review. It would be mixed. It would be a complimentative instructional review, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's all the stuff we have to say about um, ourselves. That's the ourselves part where we talk about (laughs) ourselves. Where, where we got I'd pledged about us. and we talked about the iTunes reviews and all that kind of stuff. Now it's time to do listener stories. All right. Listener stories today are sponsored by betterhelp.com. Oftentimes I wonder what interferes uh, with your happiness. I know what interferes with mine. It's just a, it's a lack of energy sometimes, just a, a lack of, of the ability to feel um, the way you want to feel mm-hmm. and something, uh, oftentimes I find is preventing me from reaching my goals. And it is that lack of energy, that lack of desire, the feeling of being overwhelmed that nothing's ever going to get better. Betterhelp.com though, will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist and help you get through it. You can connect in a safe and private online environment because it's so convenient. And you can start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours. I've used it, and it's great. You get to pick your own counselor. You get to pick what uh, you know what the, the the things they're best at, and you get somebody customized to your needs. It's not self help; it's professional counseling, and that's what I like about it. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. To those who qualify, the service is available for clients worldwide, and there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in your area. So I want you to start living a happier life today, and as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash thatstoryshow, and you could join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash that story show and uh sign up today try them out and get 10 percent off your first month again better help help.com slash that story show and thank you uh for sponsoring the show today this podcast is sponsored by skylight frame mother's day is almost here what are you getting her something that shows you care something that makes her feel loved something that won't stress you out something like the skylight frame The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com easy. 
That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. All right, our first story is called Body Bags and Flying Houses. Ooh, that's kind of scary. And it's sent from Mr. Actor Kid. So, Mr. Actor Kid, who I believe is joining us in the chat room tonight. Well, good. He'll, he'll be story. happy to yeah. hear his story read then. I'm yeah. so happy my first story was read on the show, I had to send in another. Well, you're also very lucky then because to get one show, one story on the show is huge. To get two is epic. So I have so many <laughs> stories from theater. I'm surprised it took me this long to send one in. Last time wow. I mentioned that I was on a Christmas story, the musical, and I was Ralphie. Yeah, I remember that one because <laughs> right. the kid's right. tongue fell out. So I had to wear a bunny suit. <laughs> I had to change into it off stage at the speed of light. I had to yeet it at someone <laughs> while three other people <laughs> took off the pajamas I had on. I felt like Iron Man having robotic arms and uh, putting his suit on. I use the word yeet so I could hear your reactions when you don't know what it means. Well, guess what, sucker? I do know what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeet is yeet. Yeah, it means to throw something far away in a very other quick, things. fast way. Yeah. Yeet. Yeet. So in a Christmas story, there's a scene where everyone was has a dance number with a leg lamp. That's amazing. So <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> the backstage crew... <laughs> Everybody gets a leg lamp. Go out there and dance. Um, The backstage crew wrapped up the lampshade ends in garbage bags so that only the leg was sticking out at the top. And it wasn't (laughs) long before someone mistook the garbage bags with human legs sticking out of them as body bags. They were not, but they looked a lot like body bags. And a different year for Christmas, I was in the musical It's a Wonderful Life, and I played the main character's son, and my brother was played by none other than Sticky, who... Didn't know it yet, but he would lose his tongue on stage a couple years later because this was before the Christmas Story musical. It was not the first time that our theater group had done It's a Wonderful Life. The first time, the man who played the main character's dad was in one scene, and then he died in the show. Now, you know, because his character dies. Okay. Okay. Now, the man who played the character's dad who we'll call James because I named him after my favorite podcast. I was, oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Anyway, James always knew that the set goes to on the stage before you do. He always said it, and he always believed it. The set is usually very large and has many moving parts and could kill you. So one time, James failed to remember his own rule. As I said before, James, the dad, was only in one scene, and then he died. And that was the scene the whole of the whole family having dinner. So the house set had to fly down from the ceiling. This sounds like a big deal production, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, to fly down from the ceiling right onto James's head. It cracked it open. <gasps> then he stepped out of the way. And the tables and chairs came in and he sat down. The show Ooh. must go on. So for the whole dinner, he held a bloody napkin up to his head. Oh, no. 
and it mostly uh it mostly soaked up the yeah. bleeding but when he died in the show he went to the emergency room so basically james was hit oh. by a flying house he bled for an entire dinner acted like nothing was wrong he died <laughs> and then he went to the emergency room oh geez one time we rented a hospital bed for a show where someone needed it and the person giving it to us asked what's the patient's symptoms and there was no patient it was fake we didn't know what to tell him so maybe they worked at the same hospital that james went to the day after dying (laughs) because he was hit by a flying house (laughs) sorry this story was a bit of a hodgepodge but i'm a middle schooler so i have an excuse thanks for reading and I hope this makes it on the show, Mr. Actor Kid, middle school drama. Um, uh, um, yeah. uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. And he should get a ding, too, because he hopes it makes it on the show. Oh, he did. He said that. Okay. Yeah, he did. That is a, that's crazy. But, you know, there's so many fun things that happen during a production. It's almost like a, a story in and of itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I loved being in theater and doing that kind of stuff. Did that, Miss it. Did that my senior year. And uh, yeah, I got to do makeup and I got to act and I got to do oh. sets. And it was, it was a lot of fun. What, what production was it? It was, um, there was a, it was a montage. I don't know. There were three short pieces. So one of them was, I don't remember what it was, but the second one was a uh, drive-in movie. And so there was the front of cars that we had to do. And kids sat in chairs behind the cars, and it was cool. And then we did the monkey's paw, and that was what I was in. I was the dad. Ah, the monkey's paw. Yeah. That's the one with the wishes, right? Yeah. I yeah. got a story. Are you ready for me to read it? Absolutely. It comes to us from Sarah, and we have heard from Sarah before, but uh, I won't give it away. So here we go. It's not on the grocery list, James. Okay, that's the name of the sh- the, of the story. All right. Name of the story is not on the grocery list. You, you could do all sorts of stuff with that. It's just not on the grocery list. She says, my husband and I live in a small town in Kentucky. We have a locally owned grocery store within walking distance from our house. So we will sometimes walk there instead of driving, you know, to get our groceries. We typically bring with us a large reusable grocery bag so that we can carry everything in one place. Yesterday, we walked to this grocery store, got what we needed, and my husband was carrying the grocery bag as we made our way home. We talked the whole way home and made it back to our house in about 15 minutes. That's, that's how long it would take me if I were driving to the grocery store. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, what we didn't realize is that the top of our reusable grocery bag was open the whole way home. This would not normally be an issue except for this time. We unloaded our items from the bag and started to put everything away. And I went to put away the loaf of bread that we had bought and something caught my eye. There is a small black, white, and brown spot sitting on top of the bread loaf. James, my mind is racing right now. I am wondering what this <laughs> small black, white, and brown spot is. Is it is it a mouse? Is it some sort of bug? I don't know. But it's there on top of the bread loaf. And I thought to myself, there's no way, and looked closer. I quickly realized that, yes, I was unfortunately correct. Somehow, on our walk home, we were distracted enough from our conversation to not notice that a bird decided to poop in our direction. (laughs) And it went right through the open grocery bag and landed on top of the bread loaf. It didn't hit us. It didn't hit the other groceries. 
but just hit the plastic bag covering the bread loaf. That is impeccable aim. No pun intended. Um, I'd like to say that we were lucky not to be hit by the bird poop, but that bird had pretty good aim to make it through a small bag opening only to land on top of the bread. This bird has apparently been to target practice lately. And on one side note, as I'm typing this, I realized that the last story I submitted was the story of my husband training a mockingbird. Oh, yeah. And that mockingbird deciding to welcome herself into our apartment when she wanted food. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> crazy awesome. It, it seems like there may be a trend in the stories that I submit involving my husband, and that is that birds always seem to be involved. Yes. Hope you have a great day, Sarah. And Sarah, thank you. I did have a great day. Thanks to you. Yeah. And I'm sorry about your groceries. That's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, but it was on the plastic. So, you know, you can just wipe that right off. That's right? still the uh, bird acids. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have a loaf of bread that had been pooped on with a layer, uh, by a bird with a layer of plastic over it? Or would you rather have a podcast that has gone through a dog's rectum? <laughs> that was, was pretty that funny, guy's... wasn't it? <laughs> it was. That caught me off guard. <laughs> it got me on that. Yay. Uh, all right. This one's called the fishing test, and it's a long one. It uh, comes to us from Sean, but it's, it, it, it's, it's worth it. So here we go. Last summer, my son came up from his summer break from school, as he normally does, and he told me that because of COVID, he wanted to do a lot of outdoor activities. And I love going camping and fishing and hiking, so I told him, hey, that sounds great to me. So once he got to my house and got settled in, he asked when we were going fishing. I told him before we could go, since he was 12 now, we had to get him his own fishing license because uh, in the state of Arizona, he could no longer fish under his parents' license. And when I told him, uh. he got a strange look on his face and says, uh, is there a test? <laughs> My wife was standing nearby listening. and I was about to answer with just a straight on you know, answer, uh, but she gave me a very big-eyed <laughs> look. And as a very well-trained husband... I picked up on her nonverbal cue and oh, I told man. my son I would check. So I excused oh, myself from the room <laughs> and my and my wife followed so she could explain to me what I was obviously about to miss. What I did not realize is my son was asking because he was under the impression that it was like a driver's license test and that a fishing license yeah. required a test as well. And my <laughs> wife explained to me, the big dummy that I am, that this was going through his head and so we quickly put a plan into play. Oh man. I walked back in the room looking at my phone as if I was researching my son's question. And I told him that, yes, in fact, he did need to pass a test in order to get his fishing (laughs) license. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me with complete confidence and trust in his eyes and says, dad, is the test hard? And I tried to keep my composure, but I told him that I would help him study for it and he wouldn't have a problem. So, (laughs) Because we wanted to go fishing next week, and we had to put together the next part pretty quickly. So I called the local sportsman's warehouse and Flagstaff, and I spoke to the manager. And I briefly explained my entire plan, and she said that she and her staff would be more than happy (laughs) to help along with my evil plan. That's awesome. (laughs) Next, I called my wife and told her that everything was set, and my son's appointment for his fishing license test was set that afternoon, right after I got off from work. And uh, I asked if she could bring my son to the sportsman's in town to meet me there. 
So <laughs> I went ahead and made something for the occasion that would later I would give to my son after passing his test. So I got there around 30 minutes before our appointment. I went to the desk and asked for the manager. I told her who I was, and she told me they were all ready. In fact, they had printed out a made-from-scratch test no from way. the Arizona fishing game with 10 to 12 questions that he had to answer. And they had really done a good job with getting it ready because it looked very official. <laughs> so cool. they, they got they got nothing fun going on there they're like this is the best thing we've done all year so the manager yeah. also said that they had arranged a hands-on portion of the test with one of the no. guys that worked in the fishing department <laughs> so i went and spoke with him about what he had prepared and what to expect now my wife sends me a message that they'd arrived and they're in the parking lot so i excused myself from the guy in the fishing department saying that they're here so i walk to the front of the store and i meet them as they're walking in i ask my son how he's doing he says he's nervous i tell him don't oh. worry about it i talk to the lady and she will give you a copy of the test so you can make sure you're ready that's awesome she he said oh. she's really cool so we walked over to the counter the manager i said hey this is my son and she gets this big smile <laughs> and hands the test over <laughs> he has no idea yeah yeah, she says she will meet us in a specific counter in just a moment to give the test once she's done with some other customers. So we take the paper, we start looking it over, and all the questions are pretty basic. But my son is so nervous, he keeps repeating the answers over and over in an attempt to memorize them. Now we meet the lady, and she tells him to start the test. And my son was very proudly, he was very proudly, he whips out the test, and he answered all the questions correctly. And she takes the paper, <laughs> tells him he did a very good job, and now he must do the hands-on portion. And the look on my son's face was priceless because his eyes <laughs> got his biggest saucers. What do you mean a hands-on portion? So we walk back to the fishing counter and she introduces the guy to my son. He says, hello. And he tells my son for the next portion, he must be able to tie two different types of fishing knots. Oh, now, oh really? now my son spends the next 30 to 45 minutes with the guy at the counter learning how to tie these two knots. No. <laughs> I know, that's a commitment right there. Finally, my son gets the second knot, and the guy tells him that he passed. So I pulled out the item that I had made for the occasion. I made a certificate that showed that he passed the fishing license test for minors, and I tell him he has to sign it, and he does. And then I tell the guy at the counter, the certificate is ready for you to sign. So he signs it with a big smile. And now my son, my wife, and I walk to the front to meet up with the manager again. She asks to see the certificate and tells my son congratulations. And we bought bought both his and my license, <laughs> which, which could have been step one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I could have shaved an hour off the whole process, but, you know. <laughs> uh, that evening, after talking about which lake we were going to, my wife and I tell my son, we have something we need to tell him. So uh -oh. in a very calm okay. manner, I tell him that the whole thing was a prank. <laughs> at first, he got pretty upset. But then I tell him, son, did we ever laugh at you? Did we ever make fun of you? And he's like, no. Well, did you learn anything about fishing that you didn't know before? Yeah. I learned the stuff on the test, and I learned how to tie knots that I didn't know before. Exactly, I tell him. So you Man. can take this as a family tradition if you want. Anyone who ever <laughs> asks about it, you can tell them, yeah, I passed the Arizona Game and Fish licensing test. That's true, he said. So don't be upset and just look at the situation for how funny it was. <laughs> yeah, like from our <laughs> point of view instead of, instead of yours. <laughs> Even though you're miserable and 
and feel embarrassed. It was funny for us. <laughs> yes, we were laughing on the ends. We were making memories, son, just like we're about to do over on that boat. So he gets a big smile and he it starts spreading across his face. And he says, you guys are mean, but it's oh. kind of funny. And I can't wait to have a kid so I can go do the same thing to them. So. Yes. So he, he, yes. he now keeps the certificate, the test, and a photo of the occasion on his wall. And it's like a badge of honor. Yes. <laughs> I really hope this uh, you enjoy this story and I hope it makes it on the show. Thanks, Sean. So... There you go. <laughs> That's so good. Sean and his wife sound like a good couple of folks. Yeah. The best one I I've mean, got is that I told my kids that the ice cream truck doesn't, uh, when they play music, it means they're out of ice cream. And yeah. They, and they still are bitter about that. <laughs> all those times, Dan. All the time. We never got anything from the ice cream truck. <laughs> Sorry, they're right. out of ice cream. Uh, I, I used to sit by the road and watch the ice cream truck go by, and I would, I would put a real sad face on, <laughs> hoping that he would feel sorry for me and give me something for free. It never worked. Never. He did. would stop, and I my hope would get all up, you know, because he'd slow down and stop, and and I'd be like, oh, he's gonna give me something. He says, are you gonna buy something? I'm like, I don't have any money. Uh, I'm just <laughs> oh, a- sorry. See you next time. <laughs> Sorry, you don't look sad enough. Yeah. Loser kid. <laughs> Go ask your mom for a quarter. Yeah, watch out. Watch out for the safety clown. Uh, <laughs> you ever seen the safety clown on the side of a of a of a of a of an ice cream truck? It's a sticker. No. It's a clown and he's like, I'm the safety clown. Watch out. Stay back. And I'm like, watch out. Because there's a safety clown around here somewhere trying to keep kids That's from. Why kids are afraid of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> They're the safety clouds. Hey. Oh, I, I only remember ever getting one thing from an ice cream truck, and I was very disappointed when I unwrapped it, and it looked nothing like the picture. Yeah. Like, it was like a drunk version, like a drunk guy put it together. <laughs> was it one of those Mickey Mouse? Uh, Probably. Yeah, because there, wasn't, there yeah. wasn't SpongeBob and stuff back then. Yeah, uh, Mickey Mouse. It was pretty pretty much Mickey, and that's about it. But yeah, yeah, his eyeballs and his face and his hair and I mean, well, you know, his coloring, uh, all wrong. But it tasted yeah, it weird. tasted great. So whatever. Well, we got some kind of copyright infringement, so they had to change the. It's not Mickey Mouse. It's Ricky Rat. I just think it's <laughs> yeah, crappy, crappy craftsmanship is is what I yeah. would say, but. That was my impression as a child. I was always pretty uh, dogmatic, or not dogmatic, what's the word? Uh, critical. I've always been pretty critical. critical. Sure. So even as a child, I was like, this this is ridiculous. They need to do a better job. When, when I'm eating something, it needs to look like what I wanted it to look like. So, right. It, you put the effort into cooking it. You all should put the effort in making it look nice. Yeah. Uh, hey, I got a story here, and I think it's it's from the same Sean. Oh really? They're both from Flagstaff. No, it's not. So, it's not. I don't do. Right. I don't do two stories from the same person. So it's got to be a different Sean. Well, there are two Seans in Flagstaff, Arizona. Really? So I guess that's okay. This is no. Two it's people. not okay. We have to. We have to oh. skip it. Okay. <laughs> what do I do then? Uh, I'll read the next story, and we'll just okay. we'll 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 skip it, and we'll bring it in for next week. Okay. Don't delete it. <laughs> Uh, you you hang on there, Sean. 
or Sean part two, or if you're not the same, Sean, we're sorry. We'll read you next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I didn't notice that. My bad. My bad. Um, Uh, This one's called chicken queen and it's from Odette and uh, hi, it's Odette with another funny story for you. This one's called chicken queen. So we were driving on a dirt road called Rams trail so we could walk Mm. there. And we saw a chicken in the road. And no, we did not run over it. <laughs> Just to be clear. Yeah. My mom got out of the car to get back it, it to get it back in the person's yard. And she was followed by a, a, a large army soon afterward. <laughs> the, the army was of chickens. <laughs> Chicken army. Chickens. Chicken. At least 20 of them were following her. It was... I was still in the car watching this as my dog was freaking out because he wanted to eat all the chickens. <laughs> of course. After about too. two minutes of running back and forth with the chickens, she was like Ariana, Ariana Grande, and they were like her fans, all squished in a tight little crowd behind her. And she knocked on the person's <laughs> door, the chicken owner's door, but there was no answer. She apparently decides to duck behind some bushes to try to lose them. And then I see her suddenly sprint out from behind the bushes like a like a train in the I Like Trains video. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? No. No. Oh. Well, the train I comes out very that. fast. So <laughs> she gets in the car and she floors it while the chickens are sadly looking for their queen. <laughs> <laughs> we always joke that she's the chicken queen now. And those chickens were her subjects. I hope this makes it on the show. Odette. <laughs> chickens are always trying to steal my swagger uh, i don't like chickens. what was that thing yeah they kind of creepy aren't they i mean they kind of give you that stare chickens, it's not like they're chicken trying to jack your style jack your style that's right yeah jack your style yeah thanks uh, that was a that was a memory of an older show there it just <laughs> popped in my head that was a long time ago yeah Okay. Uh, all right. I got, I like this next one. Come on. This it's a story about sorry, about being sorry. Comes to us from David. David. Any David I know? Nope. I don't know. So this story takes place a couple years ago on the drive home from Awana Camp. Oh man, James, you know what Awana Camp is? I don't know. That, I didn't know they had camps, but I know what Awana is. It's it's like a okay. children's gr- group. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Wednesday night discipleship kind of stuff. Yeah, have games with the games and, and God stuff, yeah. So. Yeah, well, Awana Camp is, is basically just a glorified church camp. Okay. Anyway, it was an eight-hour drive to get from the camp in Nebraska all the way back to Kansas. After a couple of hours, we started looking for a place where we could stop for lunch. It's a camp tradition to always stop at Chick-fil-A on the drive back. But before we could reach that hallowed ground, a kid in the back seat grew car sick and threw up, and we stopped at a nearby Wendy's instead. <laughs> Love that. They couldn't go to the Jesus <laughs> Jesus joint, so they ended up at Wendy's. Yeah. All because of usually, vomit. <laughs> usually the throwing up happens after lunch, but this this actually <laughs> helped them determine where they were going to stop and get lunch. God's so. will was not done this lunch no. day. No. It, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, we walked inside the restaurant, and as my friends began to order their food, I noticed that there was an extremely beat-up sedan parked outside the window. 
So naturally, I remarked rather loudly to my friend about the horrible shape of the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's what kids do. That's what you do. Look at that yeah. piece of crap out there. Oh, my gosh. Who drives that? Looks terrible. Oh, oh. loud. Loudly commenting. <laughs> well, as I continued to look around the restaurant, I caught the eye of a middle-aged man who was giving me what seemed to me like a very hurt look. <laughs> I immediately felt a pain in my gut where Jiminy Cricket had just punched me. I like that. Jiminy Cricket punched Jiminy me. Cricket. I don't know if it, if, you know, because Jiminy Cricket's initials are JC, so I don't know if he's like, Jesus Christ just punched him in the stomach and he didn't want to be. No, Jiminy Cricket is a conscience. Remember? Oh, He's, right. The conscience. Yeah. That's right. From Pinocchio. My yeah, bad. Okay. Yeah. So his conscience, Jiminy Cricket just punched him in the gut. I had just insulted this man's car. I felt awful and I was barely able to taste my meal as I sat in my <laughs> bright red booth at Wendy's. At Wendy's. Not Chick-fil-A. If he had gone to Chick-fil-A, the, the guy would have given him a blessing, even though he, you know, but no, he. It's my pleasure went. to drive this piece of crap. Yeah. Yeah. By the time my group had finished and we're heading back to out to the vans, I had resolved to face the man and apologize oh, for no. my insults to <laughs> his vehicular transport. That's what a week of church camp will do for you right there. That's right, man. <laughs> the conviction of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> poured into this young man's life. He's sitting there eating the whole time, struggling with this. Like, can I do this? Am I a man of faith? Has this week meant anything to me? Does God even exist in my heart? Oh, give me another fry. <laughs> I've got to make oh, this work. That food tastes terrible because I've got this guilt and shame over my head. Lord, deliver me of it. <laughs> Okay, as we were leaving the restaurant, I made my move. Oh, I mumbled boy. some lame excuse about using the bathroom and walked back into the building. Mm. The man had just gotten up for, from his table, so I, I strode over to him and, and began my speech. I started with the obvious, sir, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the man looked at me like I was crazy and asked the obvious question, for what? <laughs> this caught me completely off guard, and my response went something like this. I, uh, I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I thought... <laughs> I thought that you, uh, you had, I'm, I'm sorry. I, uh, I thought that, um, at this point he was starting to survey the restaurant as if searching for my parents. He turned to me and asked again for what this was too much for me. And after another couple of seconds of mumbling, I yelled, sorry. One last time. <laughs> Sounds like John, like a young John. <laughs> I'm relating with this so well because <laughs> this could have been a page from my, my life story. <laughs> I really identify with you, David. Uh, <laughs> so he yelled out, sorry, and ran out the door. <laughs> and 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 that is the story of what is quite possibly the second most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. The best part was that it took long enough to clean up the puke on van. You know, that that's why they stopped to begin with. Yeah. Uh, that the man left before my group did, and he didn't leave in the beat-up van. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that dude's probably wondered driving all the way home in his really nice Audi. <laughs> Why was that kid sorry? Did he? Is, where was his parents at? What is he doing? What's he sorry for? <laughs> the guy probably was walking out to his car and saw the church van and, and all the kids around. He's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Well, I'm Anyways, Christian, what? Kid. one of those freaky Christian kids. Oh. 
He's sorry. He's sorry for his sin. I must have looked like Jesus or something. I don't know. Uh, David continues, I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Yes, we did. I hope it wasn't too long. No, it wasn't. Keep up the good work. We will. Sorry for the run-on sentence. (laughs) I hope it makes it on the show. (laughs) Oh, man. That poor kid. Sorry about saying sorry. And the conviction was right there, dude. (laughs) And it was was misplaced. That's the thing. (laughs) I, I mean... That's exactly, it's something I would do. I would say something <laughs> stupid like I always do, and then I feel terrible about it, and then I have to put my apology on somebody who doesn't even know why I'm saying sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, oh, I, I, a lot of the things that I've learned growing up have been because of stuff like that. Like, I, I didn't learn to keep my mouth shut and my thoughts to myself because somebody trained me, you know, somebody told me, like I had a grandma around me to, to, to tell me what right and wrong. It's stuff like that, that (laughs) where I spoke out loud, I'm looking around mid sentence and the person I'm talking about is right there, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ah, you see, we, we, we get to the, the transformed victory by going through the hardships. So thank oh. God for the hardships, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Goodness gracious. All right. Uh, this one's called Toilet Eye. It comes from mm. us from Calvin Haynes. It's our last story for today. So I hope you enjoy it as I bring it to you. This happened about six months ago. My wife or I would come to the bathroom and we would see something like a small black dot on the toilet. It was very strange. Honey. Do you have any idea why there's a black dot on the toilet seat? I don't know. Just wipe it off, weirdo. So this black Hmm. dot kept coming back every three or four days. One day I walked in the bathroom and instead of a black dot, there were black lines all over the toilet. Oh, I happen to know that right before that I went to my, the bathroom, my five-year-old son, Benji had just gone to the bathroom. So I, I called him and my wife and I said, Benji, did you do this? And Benji kind of shuts down. If he gets embarrassed or feels like he's in trouble. So he did just that and didn't say anything. We knew we had our man. (laughs) Benji, I tried a different tactic. Show me how you did this. Much to me and my wife's shock, Benji in total silence and without making any eye contact began to show us what he had apparently done while he was in the bathroom over the last month. He closed the lid of the toilet, stood up on it, began rummaging through the cabinet above the toilet. He pulled out my wife's makeup bag grabbed an eyeliner pencil, took the cap off, got on the ground, lifted the lid, and began to draw on the toilet seat. (laughs) He then recaps the pencil, returns it to the makeup bag. Oh, no. And you could hear a pin drop the entire time. I could see my wife (laughs) freaking out, running mental calculations about when this started happening versus the last time she used that makeup. Fortunately, according to her calculations, she was all good. She hadn't used it. And we have a great story to share now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Calvin Haynes. Now, see, this kid is genius because what child ever cleans up after themselves? Right. He ever. just marked up the toilet and went on. They his usually way. just leave it, and then they're and then they're like, "How did my parents ever even know?" You know. Ah, yeah. He's an artist. <laughs> an artist, just you know, drawing on the toilet. This is canvas of life. Puts everything back exactly where it goes. Well, thankfully, <laughs> nobody had pink eye, you know. After, yeah, that's, after what that. I was, 
That's where I was thinking this was going to go. <laughs> oh, I've got the pink eye, and she never knew how. Kept getting it over and over. I had to take her to the oh. ER, get an eyeball transplant. Man. It was crazy. No, uh, my my wife has a story that she tells when she was little, and she was eating vegetables she hated. So her parents left the kitchen, and she ran to the uh, sink and spit them into the sink, and then uh, ran back to the table and you know she was done with her vegetables so supposedly but her parents had gone to the basement and when they came back up they called out jennifer i mean just like you know you you spit your vegetables in the sink no no i didn't yes you did <laughs> and jennifer little jennifer was convinced that her parents could see through the pipes <laughs> that's the only way they could have known is they must have been down in the basement looking up and saw through the pipes that the, the the stuff went down well as an adult now she realizes that she spit it in the sink and didn't wash it down or anything she just, <laughs> right she just spit it up and went and <laughs> sat back down so uh, hats off to uh benji here who's the smartest five-year-old i've ever met for being able to cover up your tracks and putting everything back you yeah, could have really. gone on you know with this forever if if you hadn't yeah. told on yourself so yeah, anyway. he's got to tell. That's our. I won't be good at poker. That's our stories for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, episode. Do you have a funny life story? For instance, have you ever had a bird perfectly dive bomb your groceries? Uh, have you ever been to the ER after you died on stage? Have you ever tricked your son into taking a fishing test? Or had a grandma... Wait, well, have you ever realized that chickens have a natural attraction to your mom? Or said sorry <laughs> to the wrong person? Have you ever narrowly avoided pink eye because your five-year-old got got artistic on the toilet seat with your eyeliner? Whatever your story is, send them email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons. For your support, with special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, painful, or icky happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. You know, chickens chasing your mom or whatever. It just, it does. <laughs> so we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. And thank you, chat room, for joining us. We appreciate you. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. Oh. Never had any attraction from chickens. That's kind of strange. Yeah, I've never never seen chickens chase people. Like like I've seen ducklings do it, but never chickens. Mmm. Sticky handed chickens. Chicken chase. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.